0: Warning, what follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to We're In Fear, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your World. I bet you think you know a lot about ghosts. Uh, yeah. I bet you'd even consider yourself a ghost doctor.
1: I Sometimes, depending on the context.
0: All right. Well, since we're talking science, and the context of this conversation for a second is going to be science. Good. Rehashing some stuff, but to anybody listening in, I mean, or anybody who's existed in life and talked about the supernatural. Now, what are the basics of I mean, what if- makes a ghost? Standard uh, stuff.
1: Having lived at one point and died. That helps. True. Uh, some sort of trauma, typically.
0: Absolutely. A, hmm,
1: an affinity for being spooky.
0: Affinity for being spooky. Yeah, something something just inside, some inert need to, to you know. To scare people. To scare people. The living. The living? I don't know if ghosts scare each other. That'd be funny. Just, Boo! Oh, you got me again! Oh, you Jesus. son of a bitch! You bastard! I guess it's just like a person scaring a person. Like, hey! Oh!
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the same so, thing, I guess.
0: Ooh! Oh, yeah! <sighs> you scared me. I bet you thought you saw a ghost. I did, dummy.
1: Mm-hmm. We're both ghosts. We're both ghosts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> huh. yeah. And then the one ghost is like, the one ghost starts to vanish, and the other ghost is like, "Where are you going?" He's like, "I hadn't finished business, but..." Now it's completed. Just scaring me off to heaven.
1: I just needed to scare a ghost. I did it. A ghost scared me to death, so I needed to scare a ghost back to complete my.
0: Yeah. The cycle. Yeah. Has. Cycled. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. Yeah. Maximum cycle. But yeah, yeah, right. Unfinished business. um, You know. Oh, and, um, you know, perhaps maybe dying near a water of some kind. Tends to suck. Wants to keep oh, yeah. your soul there, or it can magnify the situation of whatever traumatic event had happened. Right, we've talked like, about ghost portals in the past. Mm-hmm, yeah, do with water. Yeah, and let's say maybe you're on a boat that sinks, and you know, yeah. spirits attach around there. Mm-hmm. Not only do you die, you die on the water. It's going to want to like a magnet mm-hmm. that kind of holds your energy. Yeah, Trapping amplifies it even maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Makes you maybe a stronger ghost. Again, all science stuff. Right. All sign stuff. So, and of course, let me be clear here. Here, I'm not just talking about human ghosts. Hmm. There are stories of animal ghosts and phantom beasts from all over the world. Um, just from this show, two notable mentions come to mind. I mean, one being the demon cat of Washington D.C. Now, I know he's called the demon cat, but hang in there for a second. Okay. Uh, he springs to mind, and then the black dog of Lake Erie. Which, Mm -hmm. you know, for those who need a brief recap, was said to be a Newfie, Newfoundland, who drowned in a local, a local. Nah, man, he didn't drown in a local, he drowned in a lock. A local lock? He was in the water. It was a lock. Not only did he drown, he got stuck and crushed and died. Yeah, yeah, pretty brutal. Yeah, it was not good. Um, As his, you know, nefarious boatmates laughed at him. Bastards. But that was a traumatic event that allowed the feast spirit to linger amongst mortals and either foretell or cause the sinking of ships on the waters of the Great Lakes. Now, was the demon cat of Washington, D.C., a cat that got shot by a drunk Capitol policeman and stuck around his eventual spirit to torment his murderers? Maybe. I hope so. He may just be a demon, but maybe he had a traumatic life and hung out to be like that, guys. Yeah. You want to see a giant cat come at you when you're out of your mind drunk? Yeah. coming for you. Nobody will believe your story but I'm Mm -hmm. coming for you. Coming for you. Now, I don't know, any other animal ghosts that come to mind, ones I'm forgetting just off the top of your head that we've discussed ghosts, like animal spirits of any kind, whether or not we know for sure they were living, but like animal type spirits or whatnot?
1: No. uh, Immediately what jumped to my mind was Rover's Leap that we talked about way long ago, but that didn't have anything to do with animal spirits.
0: No, it was just the urge to have them kill Kill themselves. themselves. Yeah. All right, well, I've got one. Okay. This tale takes us to the Hanging Hills of Westlake, Connecticut. Over the years, the natural landscape of the area made it a hot spot for geologists, A.K.A. A volcano. No, rock doctors. Oh. <laughs> There's a volcano in Connecticut. Well, I thought <laughs> a hot spot for geologists. Right. Oh. <laughs> All right, that's fair. I did, that would be a hot... Holy shit. <laughs> Geology jokes. <That> <laughs> hope you're H- ready for them. Hilarious. Yeah, they're coming. Yeah, we got a little rock talk in this, so... Ooh. We'll oh, get ready. Just a little bit. But enough. We'll see all these zingers coming my way. Earth-shattering I, stuff. I was not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't... Yeah, hope I'll, I, I'll see myself out. Yeah, I hope I don't... <laughs> I hope I don't crumble under all this pressure. It's, Oof. It's Oof. <sighs> okay. So, you know, again... Rock doctors. Mm -hmm. They'd study rock formations from volcanic activity of nearly 200 million years ago. The volcanic activity in this area created trap rocks. Do you know what a trap rock is? No. Would you like to know? Yes. Okay. A trap rock is any dark-colored, fine-grained, non-granitic, intrusive, or extrusive igneous rock. Geology talk. Geology. For Thanks, no w- igneous. Thanks, Wikipedia. Yeah. The erosion of trap rock created by the stacking of successive lava flows often created a distinct stair-step landscape, from which the term trap was derived from the Swedish word trappa, which means stairway. Okay. Stairway rocks. Now, the slow cooling of magma either as a sill or as a thick lava flow sometimes creates systemic vertical fractures within the resulting layer of trap rock. These fractures often form rock columns that are typically hexagonal, but also four- to eight-sided. All right, so a little geology talk. Mm -hmm. The too-long, didn't-read version of that, trap rocks, they look cool. Sounds cool. They look very cool. Now, and how do you make a region littered with trap rocks even cooler? How do you make trap rocks cooler Can you make trap rocks cooler?
1: Maybe. Yes.
0: How? You build a castle on them.
1: Hell yeah, you do.
0: That'll make anything cooler. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And on October 29th, 1900, that's what was dedicated and given to the town of Meriden by Walter Hubbard, which sits in Hubbard Park to this day. Again, named, of course, for the man who gave the town a freaking castle. I want a castle. (laughs) I mean, if you got a... Well, maybe. Well, like you could probably, if you wanted to Google the castle, you can look at it. It's Castle Craig. Castle Craig. It's a, like a tower castle. But Craig? It's, yeah, it's Craig. Don't worry about it. I mean, whatever, <laughs> man. I didn't know why it was called that. but just, just assume that's a cool thing. But just, yeah, Castle Craig, and just look at one image. It's a, like, you wouldn't expect to see this in Connecticut, but there it is in a park. But uh, Castle Craig was dedicated again on October 29th, 1900. That is a castle. It's right. Yep. It's pretty fucking high. You can kind of see the rocks beneath it, too, right? Yep. The uh, trap rocks. It's mm-hmm. a cool place. Mm-hmm. Now, Hubbard Park is 1,800 acres containing hiking trails leading to the tower, most notably the 62 mile uh, Metacomet Trail. So, you know, it's connected to a giant longer trail that goes to the park, as well as Reservoir Road, which is open for. Vehicular traffic from May 1st to October 31st, 10 a.m. to 4.45 p.m. I kept that in in case anybody was going to make a quick trip out to Connecticut. Anybody's around there, Mm -hmm. go go for a little adventure. Yeah, go for it. Walkers and joggers are allowed use of this road 365 days of the year during normal park operating hours, which is basically sunrise to sunset. Again, very common for any kind of park. Now, from the top of the observation tower, because, of course, you can go in this castle still, Mm -hmm. 1,002 feet... Elevation. It is possible to see New Haven along a Long Island Sound 25 miles. Is it Long Island Sound or Long Island South? You never know what this thing, the autocorrect. Sound, I believe. Is it sound? I think Thank so. You. Good. Not too familiar with that part, so we'll go with sound. Long Island Sound 25 miles to the south. You're right. That is a place. To the west, the foothills of the Berkshires are visible. Wow, Nick. The, right. f- the foothills of the Berkshires are visible to the north, the Hartford skyline, as well as the summit of Mount Tom in Massachusetts. From atop this tower, your view is impressive. Again, I have him in here. If you have time to Google Castle, Craig, you should. You Mm did I've already added it to the list of places I need to go during all those trips to Connecticut, I take. I got a reason. Now you got one. Now I got a more important reason to go to Connecticut. Now disputes linger over what inspired the tower's design. A Norman French tower, a 12th century Turkish tower, an ancient tower in Scotland. Mister Hubbard was a traveled man, so we will probably never know where the inspiration truly came from. But it is a tower. He was a tribal man. A traveled man. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, he was, Interesting. He was a tribal a man, tribal man, and and he knew a lot about Turkish towers. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, that makes more sense. Yes.
0: Uh yeah. Uh so we will. But, but again, he went. He. Would have been aware of probably a lot of these things, so we'll never know where the inspiration derived. But it is a tower, a castle tower, in New England. That is not disputed. Now, moving along, two years before the castle's dedication, two rock doctors set out to do rock stuff, as they are known to do, in the area that would become Hubbard Park, and eventually, again, home to a big tower a castle here mm-hmm. they were admiring the rocks and amusing about a local legend they had l- heard about in the hanging hills it was that of a black dog hmm. now standard stuff here but for anybody listen let's describe a black dog like if someone well, i guess that someone would be me Let's say I decided to ask you details about a black dog. What's the general details of like a black dog? Standard stuff, just like standard ghost stuff. Standard black dog stuff.
1: Big, hairy, black dog.
0: Right. Massive. Yeah. Scary. Large. Very large. Intimidating. Intense. Well, this black dog didn't look quite like that. Okay. We're dealing with a smaller dog that has shorter hair. Naturally black, it is a black dog. But in contrast to how you may normally perceive a black dog, tiny in stature. Like a spaniel. Huh. His eyes, kind of sad. When he howls, he makes no sound. And when he walks, he leaves no footprints. But you can see him howl if you see him. Like he's doing howling stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't hear anything, no sounds. Hmm. And he comes and goes and you don't, doesn't leave a trace. But there is more to this, the legend, than just what this cute spectral critter looks like. And the pair of, ev- ev- wow. Sorry. But there is more to the legend than just what this cute spectral critter looks like. And the pair of adventurers knew this. Quote If a man shall meet the black dog once, it shall be for joy. And if twice, it shall be for sorrow. And the third time, he shall die.
1: Well, that's not good.
0: That's bad. That's a bad thing. Bad stuff. Now, at the time of their outing, one of the men, Herbert Marshall, had said he had seen the dog twice.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: The other geologist, only known as F.S., had seen it once. Herbert Marshall didn't put much faith in the story. After all, it was just a story. F.S. was like, I don't know, man. Maybe there's something to it, you know? Better safe than sorry. Yeah, right, exactly. Like. How many times do you you say you saw this thing? Mm -hmm. Two? What's the legend? Three.
1: Okay. Three's all you get.
0: Yeah, three's all you get. So in the 1898 April-June edition of the Connecticut Quarterly, F.S. tells the story of his first encounter and what befell those two men that fateful day. So I'm going to read you. It's a short story. It's not too long. um, About what F.S., what what was going on that day, Mm -hmm. okay, from F.S.'s perspective. It may seem strange, and any thoughts, just dive just interrupt me and jump in here about okay. what we're listening to, okay. It may seem strange that a man of science should believe a thing of this kind. An idle tale for the ignorant and superstitious, you will say, but I do believe it. And if you wouldn't know why, listen. It was late in the spring of 18-. dash. There's no particular year. It's just an 18 and a dash. Okay. So. Let your mind wander about that. But this was published in 1898, so before that. Mm -hmm. So it was late in the spring of 18, whenever, that I visited West Peak for the first time. I was then a student at Harvard, and the work in geology that I had taken up made it desirable for me to visit the locality. At that time, I had heard nothing of the legend. In the town of Meriden, which lies a few miles distant from the mountain, I hired a horse and wagon suitable for the trip and started out for the peak in the best of spirits going to have fun. Nice day out, you know. Right. From Meriden, looking at rocks, doing rock doctor stuff. Rock doctoring, if you will. From Meriden, the road runs for about two miles in a generally northwest direction and then turns north into a deep valley lying between West Peak on the west and Notch Mountain, and is it called, on the east. At the further end of this valley, there's a seldom-used road, which turns toward the southwest again and winds up the easy slope at the back of the peak. Guiding myself by the maps which I had brought with me, I reached this road and there got out of the wagon to examine the vesicular lava of which there was a good outcrop at that point. Rock doctor looking at rock lava. Right, makes sense. Yeah, right. I had been on my knees pounding away for dear life in my endeavor to get off a good cabinet specimen and had just gotten up to the straight, uh, to straighten my back. When I noticed trotting up the road, A dog. I suppose he might have been called black, but it was the same degree of blackness that you see in an old black hat that has been soaked in the rain a good many times. His lineage was evidently uncertain. I think that, like the young man mentioned by Tennyson, he was, quote, too proud to care from whence he came.
1: It's kind of like the black sweatshirt I'm wearing right now. It was black.
0: Right, but it's clearly had it's been washed a few times. Yes, it's been loved. It's been yeah, it's been put through the uh, I wasn't say put through the ringer, but kind of it's clothes washed, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Kind of a matted this black kind of, you know. Seen better days. Seen much better days. Brighter days. Brighter days, exactly. But he seemed friendly. And when I drove on, he insisted on following the wagon. So let him go with me for the sake of his good company, because I mean, it's just a dog, nice dog, following you. Who doesn't want to be followed by a nice dog? Yeah, right. Causing shit, ain't causing any damage. I want to be followed by dogs all the time. That would be. Imagine if you just got to walk around with a pack of dogs. (laughs) That's the dream, right there. Like, let's go, guys. Yep. You
1: give them a quick. Let's roll. Yeah, they're like. And they all.
0: Yep. Your own pack. Wolf I, I know you want to be a leader of a pack. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I was like, yeah, nature man coming out. <laughs> it's time. Hell yeah. Time to lead the pack. Let's go. And, I mean, this might be a good dog to have in your pack, because FS says, certainly that dog was a philosopher. Interesting. <laughs> so he's, he's got a monocle and a book, maybe. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't mention that, but maybe he's, you know. Oh, he's like, oh, okay. This dog's got his shit together. And all that long day's journey for after we left the peak, we went many miles beyond to visit other fragments of the lava sheet. He followed the wagon. But this did not interfere with his perusing, quote, pursuing original investigation. There was not a brook on the route which that dog did not wade. He scoured every patch of woods. He poked his inquisitive nose into every hole and behind every stump. We made a jolly trio. The rough, strong old horse, the faded dog, and the man, whose appearance was not one whit better than that of his companions. At the little, Sea's, you know, He's a ragged man too, evidently.
1: I mean, geologists—they're outside a lot. They're working
0: right at the little village of Southington. We stopped for dinner and then pushed on until after until under the shadow of yet more western hills. I found the last point to be reached in the day's march. Then we turned back and started for home. The dog running on ahead. I took a great liking to that dog. It's in, the good first, dog. in the first place, he was so quiet. Hmm. Neat. Too quiet? Eerily quiet? Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Now once in all that day did I hear him bark, even when a calf beside the road tried to coax him into a fight, and he was so light of foot. Though the roads were very dry, I did not see a puff of dust rise from his feet as he trotted along ahead of the horse. On the return journey, we traversed the same route that we had come in the morning, instead of taking the direct road to Meriden, which passes south of West Peak. As we came toward the peak, the last light of the setting sun was just touching the highest rocks, and by the time we had entered, the valley of which I have spoken night had almost closed in. The dog still trotted on ahead until we came to the place where I had met him in the morning. Then he stopped, looked back at me a moment, and quietly vanished into the woods. I stopped and whistled and whistled again, but no dog appeared. So I drove on without much regret. It is rather hard to tell what to do with a tramp dog, even when he is a philosopher, particularly when he is a very homely dog. There is a chance that your friends will not appreciate his philosophical attainments as highly as you do. Where'd you find this dog, man? Yeah, I want a philosopher dog. Yeah, I'd be like all pumped about like, you got this philosopher dog? Yeah, he was investigating stuff. He's sniffing stumps. Sniffing stumps? Yeah, looking, you know,
1: he's... Talking philosophy.
0: Yeah, we mused about, you know, the... The meaning of life and Yeah. Then he went off on his way. He was a nihilist. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he read some he's read some dark literature. Yeah. <laughs> he's quite the philosopher. Yeah. yeah, he's he has a lot of he has a lot of thoughts in the capitalist system. He's got a lot of thoughts. He's got a lot of thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> too many, really. Yeah, he's like like not only did he want to own the means of production, he's like, All right, you tie this dog. All right, man, let's let's get out of here. Don't tell me too much about this dog. Alright, the old Horse knew that he was bound for home, and he took the road at a very good gait. Soon, the sharp summits of West Peak and Notch Mountain showed against the sky. Well behind us, in half an hour more, brought us to Meriden again. After supper, I sat before the open fire at Winthrop, for the evenings were still cool enough to make a fire almost a necessity, and thought over the whole day's trip—philosopher thoughts, maybe. I am supposed to be a civilized individual, but there is a great deal of the tramp in me for all that, and for that reason I had enjoyed the day all the more. The change from close laboratories to the fresh air of the hills was alone enough to pay for all the trouble I had taken. It is curious how often it is that the little things leave the greatest memories behind them, and this is how I met the black dog the first time, for joy. I don't know just how we came to do it. I think it must have been that that spring visit to the West Peak gave me a desire to see how it would look when its flanks were wreathed in snow and when the winter winds were howling over the hills. At any rate, the evening of February 5th, in the third year after my first visit, found me and my friend, Herbert Marshall, sitting again before the fire at the hotel where I had stopped before. It was then that I heard for the first time the story of the black dog. So we just hang out with this cool dog and didn't know anything about this yet. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, what? Marshall had been all over the region thoroughly in his work for the United States Geological Survey, and he had climbed West Peak many times and at all seasons of the year. We talked till late that night, and as the fire died down to a mass of glowing embers, he told me how he himself had twice seen a black dog upon the mountain. But he laughed at the legend, saying that he did not believe in omens unless they were lucky ones. Well, that sounds...
1: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds, uh... Suspect. uh
0: it's like, oh, rabbit's foot. Good luck. Put that in my pocket. Yeah. Oh, black dog crossing my path or black cat? Mm. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Not buying it. Yeah, pass. Sorry. Bad things will happen to me. I don't believe in bad things. I only believe in good things. <laughs> Imagine that. This will be bad. and no, I don't believe in bad things. <laughs> Who are you? I mean, what a way to look at the world. Yeah, he's like, PMA, man. It's like PMA to the extreme. <laughs> only good bad things don't happen. Don't exist. Nope. But wasn't that thing kind of bad? And he'd be like, was it bad, though? Somebody's like, well, the positive thing that came out of this was like, yeah. 18 people died. Yeah, but I didn't. Yeah, I'm alive. <laughs> positive, right? You weren't there. <laughs> Again, more, more things in my favor. Yeah, mm-hmm. Positive vibes. Sounds like a them problem. <laughs> it really does, yeah. <laughs> they died. I'm alive. And Jesus, Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So we turned in and forgot all about omens, good or bad, because that's a good way to diffuse omen talk. I only believe in good ones. Oh, conversation over. That's, all right, let's go look at rocks. Until long after sunrise the next morning. The morning was clear and bright, but very cold, and the light in the snow was dazzling. We started for West Peak at about 9 o'clock. You know, they wore their hip boots, they had leather jackets, overcoats. They carried, you know, lunches, coils of rope, hand camera. We're taking rock photos here. Now, we did not reach the peak until about 11 o'clock, and then we found the woods on the back so choked with snow that it was impossible to make any considerable progress through them. So they decided to ascend uh, the southern phase. Now, this part of the mountain is a little steeper, and, you know, the cliffs... You know, affords a fairly good cliff, uh, good foothold. The cliffs themselves are pierced by many clefts, broad enough in many cases to admit a man. While in some instances, the clefts have been broadened by erosion into actual gorges. So we can we can climb this mountain. Mm -hmm. The sharp bracing air put life into us and we went at the ascent with enthusiasm. Now we're jacked. It was hard work for many of the fragments. were insecure, and snow is always in certain stuff under the best conditions. So things are taking a little turn here. But in the course of an hour, we were at the top of the talus and under the foot of the cliffs. Now, here we found one of the narrow ravines of which I had spoken, which gave us a chance for further ascent. And then the fun began. Then he goes on to explain, um, taking pictures, throwing his rope around, they're doing some cool climbing and stuff here, okay? hmm They're doing... Geologist stuff. Geologist stuff. Cool geologist stuff. Uh-huh. Like Absolutely. Indiana Jones-type
1: geologist stuff.
0: Very much so, yeah. Belongs in a museum. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's going on? I'm being attacked by all these people?
1: There's a stone... The geology and... version of Indiana Jones has a lasso instead of a whip. It's true. So he can climb yeah, he's like... <whistles>
0: yeah. He just... <whistles> he just pulls it and he... Got it. Like, yeah, and he and climbs and up and he, it. it. I'm out of my way. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow, now I'm up this ledge. Made it. So long as we were in the sunlight, we went on with some courage. But when we passed into the shadow of those black cliffs, courage seemed to die in our hearts. And we struggled on blindly through the drifted snow, hoping it seemed sometimes almost against hope. Marshall was in the lead and I was following as best I could when he suddenly stopped and without a word pointed to the top of the cliff. There high in the rocks above us, stood a black dog like the one I had seen three years before except that he looked jet black against the snow wreath above him. As we looked, he raised his head and we saw his breath rise steaming from his jaws but no sound came through the biting air. Once and only once he gazed down on us with gleaming eyes and then he bounded back out of sight. I looked at Marshall; His face was white and he steadied himself against a rock But there was not a tremor in his voice, as he said. I did not believe it before. I believe it now. And it is the third time. And and then, even as he spoke, the fragment of rock on which he stood slipped. There was a cry, a rattle of other fragments falling. And I stood alone. No shit. (laughs) No shit! (laughs) Whoops! Goodbye. Later, I cannot tell how much later. There was no measure of hours and minutes at such a time. Bruised, bleeding, almost frozen, I stood by all that was left of my friend. He was dead. His body was already stiff, and I knew that unless I would share this, his last sleep, I must hasten. So I bent over him in a hasty farewell, and then staggered on. So,
1: so he saw the dog for the third time. He was leaning on a rock. It broke, and then he just
0: fell to his death? He just fell and died. Holy shit <laughs> And he basically Narrated it out loud Well I guess it's time Yeah Crack. that seems like Something <laughs> you would see in
1: a movie You like, would right Like Oh Yeah And then the rock cracks And he's like
0: It's almost like He's like a salute Yeah Like,
1: like there it is That's the third time it's like, Crack He's like I'll see you on the other side I guess And then there- just Falls to his death <laughs> Like
0: I guess there are bad omens I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What followed I cannot say. I only knew that I came to a house and was taken in and cared for. Before long I was so revived as to tell what had happened and a party of men from the neighboring farm sought and brought back the body of poor Marshall. They found him where I left him and by the body watched a black dog. that as they approached, fled swiftly back into the shadows and of the lonely ravine. The brave life had ended So the team came back to go get him When he got some help they saw the dog over his dead body Hmm I believe the story of the black dog Can you wonder that I do Moreover I know that sometime I shall see it again For the third and last time And shall go even as my friend went And maybe years before my doom comes The survey cannot spare my services On the west peak area I must die sometime. Why should I shirk my duty? Yet when I am gone, this paper may be of interest to show those who remain, for in throwing light on the manner of my death, it will also throw light on the end of the many victims that the old volcanic hills have claimed. There's a little epilogue here okay. from the New York Herald, November 12th, 18. And again, 18 is hyphenated. You don't get an exact year. The body of SSFS of the U.S. Geological Survey was found on West Peak near Meriden, Connecticut, yesterday. Mr. S., who was at the head of the work on the West Peak area, disappeared on November 2nd, and all search for him has proved unavailing until yesterday when his body was found at the foot of the southern cliff of the peak. Apparently, he had fallen from the top, a distance of some 40 feet. It is a singular fact that the body was found in almost the identical spot where his friend Herbert Marshall met his death six years before. This makes the fifth man who has lost his life on the range within 30 years. Huh. So that is that that black dog story from Connecticut where Marshall and F.S. both met their fate. Now, what do we make of this story? What do you make of this story? Any thoughts or anything overall, opinions or, uh, or ideas about
1: the story? I don't want to see that dog. Since it seems like no. you, you get three times. Yeah,
0: if you see him once, you might have a great day. And like his great day was just like, oh, I'm going for a cool, philosopher flock in nature. dog walk. Yeah, philosopher dog. Oh, this is badass. I mean, that sounds. It does pretty cool. I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a notch in the belt. Yeah,
1: you can just discuss. All the crazy things you've been thinking about with
0: a dog. Yeah. So it's like, hey dog. Wanna go for a walk? Yeah, yeah, but think about investing in like the railroads. How do you feel about this? Well, it's a good investment within the capitalist system, but why would you even agree with the capitalist system when the workers dog, what are you talking about? Yeah, what? Where are you going with this? I'm listening. Okay. Hmm. As the horse is a s hmm Horses listen, yeah. He's like the horse is like, oh, so it's a good day, though. Good yeah, talk. that's a good day, right, Deep exactly. talk, you know. Yeah, there you get into it a little bit, in the details. Talk about, you know, maybe in any upcoming, you know, news stories or elections or anything. You know, just really get into, like, the heart of the issue. Yeah. Well, this is the first written account of an encounter with the Black Dog of West Peak. Or, it's called many names, you know, the Black Dog of the Hanging Hills or the Black Dog of Meriden. And although... Alleged sightings of a black dog go back well into the 1800s. Um, It is the first mass-distributed telling, and the one that would have, and has, asserted itself into the supernatural zeitgeist of the area, and has become the go-to for this legend. Now, when doing more than just a surface-level dive into this legend, uh, you quickly find out that uh, many websites and blogs retell this story wrong. I mean, I was reading from the actual quarterly, so that is the story, but, uh... They make things confusing. Now, I read it to you as it is. So instead of saying the main character is known simply as F.S., uh, they say that this haunting actually happened to the real writer of the story. Because, Zach. Uh Uh-huh. This is just a story. Okay. Written by W.H. Pynchon geologist in his own right, and grandfather of current American novelist Thomas Pynchon. He's a He's a writer. He's like 83. He's written a lot of books. Okay. Um, so there's, you know, creative writing in the mm-hmm. blood here. Like, this is kind of all over the place. They claim that, so because this story is written from like a first-person perspective, over the years people just forget the fact that the main character was a different person and not the actual fucking writer. Mm-hmm. So there's websites that'll say like, oh, WHC Pynchon, you know, he he saw this thing and you know, like they claim that, you know, that Pynchon fell to his death. And unless I'm missing something, that would make it pretty hard to write anything if you die. I would think so. Because they're like, they talk because they call out the fact that these things happen and then he died. Uh-huh. But if you look at the actual writer, uh, um, you know, written story in the, the, um, the quarterly, it's clearly like he's the author. He's telling a story. Probably about a legend that he's been told or heard about, you know, like anything. But they, uh, you know, unless the newspaper printed his story and then added in the part where he died six years later. Yeah. Right? Because, I mean, uh-huh. well, in fact, according to website commentator and blogger, Hiker Tom, this was just in a comment section. By Hiker, Hiker Tom. Tom. How do you okay. feel about Hiker Tom? I'm guessing he likes to hike, but. I think so, too. Um, he pulled this off a genealogy website because he, you know, he got into the comments and had to yell at these people because they told us wrong and he was going to call them out. That's fine. William H.C. Pynchon had prepared at Rogers High School in Newport, Rhode Island, was second in class standing and valedictorian. At Trinity, received an MA from Harvard in 1893, was an instructor in geology at Trinity for several years, and moved to Oyster Bay as its civil engineer and surveyor, dying there January 2nd, 1910. Which, of course, is well after the publication of this article when it says a man died. Uh Uh-huh. And as I was reading the story, you probably noticed, and I called it out, you know, 18-what? You know, who knows? Which means I couldn't even try to figure out a timeline to see when things might have even happened, if they were any truth. I mean, there's probably not. Um, But Hiker Tom told me that it's a common way of writing in the 1800s to make stories seem more timeless. You just place it in your mind. It can happen whenever. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so a man wrote a first-person short story that, after 100 years, has been distorted into fact. Weren't we just talking about rumors and tales and exaggerations in our previous episode? Same kind of deal here. And I mean, the Connecticut Quarterly differentiates between FS and Pynchon very plainly, you know, written by so-and-so, even in, like, the content section. Because I found the whole quarterly. Google's got it up there. Um, It says, like, story by. And, like, there's nonfiction and, like, fiction stories in the quarterly. And it only says, like, story Hiker Tom made me aware of this. It's a story with a fiction story. It's a nonfiction. It just has like a title. Oh. So it kind of distincts them. Distincts, okay. you know, There's a distinction there. Um, so yeah, but I mean, time is a way of messing with things. As you can imagine, the internet is going to internet. It's, yeah, it, it'll do that. It'll really do that. Which brings us to the Black Dog's death toll. Many modern accounts, you know, from the blogs and shit I was looking at, reported as being six. But it was already five back in 1898. Okay. So they're just, the six comes from a hiker who fell. In what year do you think he fell? Just being silly. 1900. Um, 1972. Oh, okay. Just, you know, another, there's no reason for that year to pop in here, but it does. And that's when he died. <laughs> it just came up. It, yeah. It's not even a big deal. It's just there. It's just a man who fell. Maybe. Hmm. But it was in 1972. So that makes six. That's the six they count. They always say like a hiker died. But as far as those other three victims who died besides F.S. and Marshall, I mean, who knows? There's nothing, you know. Now, I did a mini-dive to see how the black dog's death totals, how high they could be by now. And I found out that a man met an unfortunate fate in 1993 by falling off a ledge, which could bring the total up to seven. And, like, it was a bad—he, like, fell next to, like, his—I think it was his girlfriend, so, like, she saw him fall to his death. Oof. That's not a good and that's nope. bad stuff. It's a bad day.
1: It's a bad day. That is not your uh, day one encounter with the black dog. No,
0: that would definitely be um the trifector if you saw him. Yep. He's like, "Oh." He's like, "I believe." And she's like, "In what?" <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just gone. <laughs> no! <laughs> what does believe that mean? what? Oh. Oh. oh no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, so then another man whose family said he was suffering from a medical condition, was found deceased in the park in 2018, which could bring the total up to eight. I say could because, I mean, did any of these men really see a black dog before they died? It's hard to ask. It's, well, dead men tell no tales, so we'll never know. And I'd rather, I threw this out there, but I'd rather move on from that because... I don't want to trivialize these horrible accidents by wondering if these men saw like a black dog before they died. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I am just going to throw it out there. Because, you know. It's possible. I don't know. It may have. But finding out that a 100-year-old first-hand account is just one author's fiction story is no deterrent for people's belief in the legend of the black dog. And believe it or not, people have continued to tell stories of seeing the black dog. Hmm. People keep seeing the black dog.
1: Well, I mean, just because there was a fiction story about it doesn't mean that he didn't take inspiration from something.
0: Right. The legend very well could have came from somewhere. Uh-huh. And if it's there, yeah. who says the dog is gone. This brings us to the year 2004 and the signing by Michael Anastasio. He's 31. He's, been, he's lived in Meriden, maybe not his whole life, but he, does, he is from there and he's a former U.S. Marine. Quote. Things just don't sneak up on me without me being aware of them, but I swear this dog just appeared. I was doing a panoramic, just taking a few shots of Meriden when I came around to take a shot of the tower behind me. Boom! The dog was there. I looked around the area, and there were no owners, no other people up there, except me and my bro George. George said he didn't even see a dog at all. Strange in itself, because he was just 10 feet to my left. Very odd. I heard the story of the black dog shortly after that day. I lived in Meriden since I was six. So he has been there his whole life. And that was the first time, well, since he was six. Not his whole life. I, I mean, come on. What are you doing those first five years? Like, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, goo goo Gaga. You got nothing going on. Yeah. So your whole life. All the time you remember. Was that first time I've ever been up to the tower? I've been back to the top since the photos were taken, and I suppose I did have the legend in mind. I didn't hike this time. I drove up to the top and never saw the black dog throughout my visit. If for a second time, a black dog just appeared within six feet of me without making a sound or vanished without a sound, I would avoid the area from that point on. Makes sense. What do you think? Smart guy. Yeah, Mike's, Mike's making good calls here. The one thing I do know about fate is that you don't tempt it. I mean, I could agree. You see that dog twice. Like, well, I've enjoyed the park. We're done now. It's my last time. Yeah, we're though. done now. Like, mm. See you later. So, Mike spun around and went to take a picture of the tower. Did he take a picture of, of what? What if I told you we have the photos Mike took of the mysterious black dog?
1: I would like to see that.
0: All right, so do you want to see a picture of this mysterious phantom black dog? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, right. absolutely. Ready? Yep. I think this will be big enough.
1: It's just a dog. It's
0: just a dog. <laughs> dog. Uh huh.
1: I mean, it looks like a mutt.
0: He just saw a dog.
1: Uh huh. But he- I mean, that's what it sounds like, though. Right, it's
0: just a dog. It's just like a dog. It's a dog. Yeah. It's- so, like, I mean, who sa- it's a clear picture. Who says it wouldn't snap a good picture? Right. And he did see a black dog in the park where you see black dogs. Yeah. So.
1: I mean, it's, like, even, like, got his tongue lolling out and it's looking back at him. Like.
0: Yeah. He's just, like, and you can see the cool castle back there. Yeah. So, I mean, it's there.
1: Yeah. It's, it's just, not what I expected out of this picture because we're so used to looking at, like, blurry. <laughs> right. Like, right. Is it there? Yeah.
0: Did you? Yeah. Exactly. Like, is that? Is it that's over there? It's just a is dog. This, it's a crystal clear picture of a dog. Yeah. This could be the clearest. And isn't that funny? We get the clearest picture we've ever gotten of a supposed supernatural creature, and we dismiss it because it just is like a dog. And I'm it's not so dismissing it. Okay, good. It because I kind of do. But I, I mean,
1: mean, it is. It looks like just a picture of a dog. Right. Like nothing out of the ordinary. Right. But I mean, that's kind of what all the accounts say like, right just
0: a dog just a dog i mean like i dog. can't
1: i can't feel out his philosophical discussion from here um right but yeah it's a black yeah. dog it's a black dog it's not it's not a dog that i would necessarily think would be black looking
0: at it it right it's it, just kind it looks of looks like a mutt yeah he's probably a mixture of stuff you know i don't know what's he a mixture of I don't know. I can't tell. Angels, I'm not close enough. Angels, to, angels, and demons, or maybe not. <laughs>
1: maybe a little bit of shepherd, some black lab. I don't know.
0: Uh huh. And then there's a. Um, let's see if I have it in here. Oh, I bet I didn't screen cap it. But there's an illustration of the dog. In the um, in the account that I found, and I want to show you. If you can see, I mean, it's again, it's just a it's just a picture of a dog, but it's Mm. just the dog.
1: I mean, that doesn't look that different from no there.
0: No, it doesn't. Not at all. But other people lack this, you know, concrete photographic evidence, but other people keep seeing the dog. So how do you feel about random musings from the comment sections of articles and blog posts?
1: Uh, I I love them
0: (laughs) Okay, Uh, well this is from 2006 Leanna Hmm, interesting I am doing research on the black dog This website was very much help You see my friend invited me to hike with her At Hanging Hills She just moved here from Montana And never heard of the black dog But the first time she went She told me she saw a black dog I am still working on begging her not to go But if I can't I will be going with her Maybe you just don't go if you don't want to go.
1: Well, she doesn't want her to go see it again because it's one step closer to.
0: That's true. Kaput. But then she'll see it for the first time. And have a good day. <laughs> yeah, but I mean,
1: <laughs> that puts you down a, a dark path.
0: Right. It does. It's, it starts it, but. Yeah. Well, wish us pretty much her. Wish us luck. Oh, that's menacing. Yeah. All right. She ever post again? Um, I didn't see any comments. Hmm. Interesting. I assume she died. She may have. <laughs> what if it's like an unfinished message I came across? Like she was sending it mid fall. Send. <laughs> it's like nah, wish us
1: love.
0: Send. Just send. Send. <laughs> <laughs> this next comment is also from two thousand six. It's from Scooter. Scooter a spell with two zeros.
1: Hell yeah, it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I believe I saw this exact dog last night a little ways down the street from the park walking on the side of the road while I was driving back home. That's all scooter had to say. I thought that was funny.
1: That's yeah. It's just, I think I saw him. Yeah.
0: All right. Because there's mixed in from a different few a few like two different sites here so this is this was an anonymous listing uh, from July 19th of 2011. When I was a kid, I used to hike all the time around the castle. One time, don't you wish you could say you hiked around the castle all Hell the time? yeah.
1: I wish I could say that all the time right now.
0: I used to hike all around the castle. I, I do hike around all the castle.
1: I hiked all around the castle today. Yeah.
0: Just like I did yesterday and the day before. Yeah. it's going for a good castle hike. Hmm. Who doesn't want that? We don't have enough castles in this country. We really don't. We do not have enough castles in this I'm country. I'm going to start a feudalist system. Okay, well. we're, we're, we're going to get back to that. We're getting there. We're going to get we're, there. We're, we're almost, I mean. You just gotta jack into this one at a good spot, get a good uh yeah, get a good lordship or something, or get a you right. know, establish yourself. So when the time comes, yeah, you'll have your fe- your uh, your feudal district. Empire. Um- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm going full bad guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where are we at? Oh, we're at we're in district Zach. What? Yep. Oh. Better be careful.
1: Embrace it. Otherwise, you get the two minutes hate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going hard. Full bad guy. Yeah, full bad guy. Let's go. (laughs) Big brother, Big Zach. (laughs) Big Zach's watching. Big Zach's watching. You better fucking pay attention. Hell yeah, you better. I'm just just imagining all the things you'd have these people do. Maybe I shouldn't. (laughs) Huh. One time, my friends and I took bike rides up there on the trail. We stopped for a bit around the base of the cliff, and I was doing something to my bike. This doing some. Poor bike. Sounds gross. Yeah, just I didn't like just it. Don't, don't, don't say it like that. <laughs> I didn't like, like it. I didn't like it. Yeah, I don't like that either. All right, so I'll say it better. We stopped for a bit around the base of the cliff, and I was doing something to my bike. No, <laughs> no that's worse. Or is that worse? Yeah, that's All right. worse. All right, sorry. I was doing something to my bike. All right. My friend said to me, what are you doing to your bike? No, he didn't. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Ah, what he said? I said, "Did you see that dog?" I said, "What dog?" And he said, "This." It didn't make any sounds as it roamed around near us. It was barking, but there was no sound. I I told him I didn't see nor hear anything, and he swore it was there. This was long before either of us had heard it, had ever heard about the black dog. Hmm. Hmm. This was from 2013. I went up to the hills to hike with my friend, my best friend, as her fiancé and her fiancé two weeks ago. Best friend and her fiancé. A little cool, hanging out. Mm. Triangle of friends here. My best friend had heard about the stories when she was younger and had already seen the dog once on a previous visit with her dad. Okay. I bet it was a good day. Probably. We were hiking when we came across an open path. My friend stopped suddenly and pointed up in front of us. There stood a black dog barking at us, but there was no sound coming out of his mouth. My friend started freaking out because it was her second time seeing the dog, and fuck yeah, she'd be freaking out. Yeah. I would be, too. Yep. Like, well, no. Yeah, no. No! I didn't see it. Cover your eyes. Mm-hmm. It's too late. But she was panicked. She ran down to our car, crying. I mean, I might, too. Uh, I mean, Maybe not at that point. Maybe I'd just be like, well... Finish out the day and be like, again. It's a good day, at least. Never again. Well, supposedly sorrow comes a second time. So what does that mean? Sad stuff? But you don't die. But sad stuff. Yeah. She ran down to our car crying. I didn't really think too much of it after that, to be honest, until she called me a few days ago saying that she found her fiancé in bed with another woman.
1: Ooh, that's sorrowful.
0: It's very sorrowful. Instead of trying to get back, get my friend back, the stupid guy told her that he met this chick that morning and had fallen hopelessly in love with her. He even asked for the ring back right then and there. That's a bold move.
1: Yeah, that's... Uh...
0: Like, I'm dumping you, give me the fucking ring. Like, oh. Wow. That's, I mean... geez, dude. Just met her this morning. Yeah. kick rocks. And need Let's the go. ring. Yeah, we're done. She swears it's because she saw the black dog for a second time. And has vowed never to go back.
1: Yeah. I mean, that, yeah.
0: That would be a big negatory on going back to the park. Mm-hmm. That morning, like, what was he leaving the park? And he's like, oh, she's a cutie. Yeah. Oh, I blacked out. Yeah. And now I'm hopelessly in love. love. Yeah. And in fact, you know what? Give me that ring. I think yeah. you guys look the same size. What? Uh, yeah. Excuse me. Here,
1: you, you want a witness? Yeah. Uh, you're yeah, coming. Be our witness to the, yeah. the courthouse we're going.
0: Yeah. What? And actually, you know, there's even the, you know, the, the notary, whoever the fuck we need is right actually here. They're here. Wow.
1: What, what a coincidence. Isn't that what crazy? A coincidence. Yeah. Huh? Oh, you're a notary, and you have the ring that I need to give this girl. Yeah. So
0: yeah. Oh yeah. That's your job. See, what a coincidence. Yeah. yeah. This was destiny. Mm-hmm.
1: Why, why are you so full
0: of sorrow right now? Yeah, why are you? So, yeah. I'm just odd. Yeah, I'm having a great fucking day. I just saw this dog for the oh, first look time. Look at this, baby. Look I'm at this dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this, this smart, attractive woman that I think I want to spend the rest of my life with. Who even are you? This
1: dog keeps asking me, what is the meaning of life and what's the
0: point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think I want to talk to him about it. Yeah,
1: after we get married, though. Yeah,
0: we got this to do. March 10th, 2012. I've had some supernatural experiences since an angel told me a veil would be lifted.
1: Oh. An angel.
0: I don't tell a lot of people about that. Probably shouldn't. Because they look at you sideways and then shun you most of the time. I
1: mean. I mean, yeah. How you tell me? You got
0: any proof? Yeah. Hey, I saw this angel and they told me a veil would be lifted. I'd be like, what the, what are you saying? Mm-hmm. Tell me more, and then you're like, ah. Oh. Actually, the first time, the first person, this person told that to, probably give the most disgusted, violent reaction. It's like, what are you? A veil will be lifted. Are you stupid? Like, oh, I just said an angel would came to me and told me this. Yeah, that sounds dumb as hell. <laughs> oh. Uh huh. Okay. Mm. Anyways, well, but I've been surprised by how many people open up. And tell me they've had supernatural experiences, too. So, you know, numbers game.
1: Yeah, if you're one of those people, email us.
0: Yeah. It's like, wow, an angel told me a veil would be lowered. We have a lot to talk about.
1: Oh, wow. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, that would have been a hell of a discussion right there. Yeah, oh,
0: like what, a, what a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. talking about. So, like, what? Anyways. Well, this person does a lot of things because while writing a book, which I may like to read if this is what we're talking about, they don't tell me what it's called, or if it even got published or put anywhere. But doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'd like to read it. And I wouldn't like to read it too. While writing a book, I studied online sources for information about the black dog apparition, known as the Grim, hmm. mm-hmm. and uh, Q Sith. Have you heard of that one? I haven't. Q Sith. Q Sith. C U, then Sith. So I mean, like the enemy of the Jedi. Like the, I mean, that's how it's <laughs> yes, that's how it's spelled. Yeah. Q-Sith. But is it two words or one word? It's two words. Like, it's a first and Hmm. last name. Q-Sith. Nope. Haven't heard of it. Well, putting a pin in that. And other black dog harbingers of doom. Seen in Ireland, Scotland, England. Never thinking I would ever see one of those harbingers. Well, I was driving home one night when I noticed a black dog trying to cross the highway. I thought to myself, I wonder if someone is going to die. And I got goosebumps.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's probably the wrong thing to think.
0: As you see a
1: black dog, you're like, huh. Or if somebody's gonna die, he died, <laughs> didn't he? Did he fucking
0: die? I so there's a comment here, so I don't know. He's he um well, when that happens, I always pay attention because most of the time it means yes. How many people have you thought were gonna die and they die? Do you have a power? Do you have a magical power? You're a bad guy. I think someone's gonna fucking die. They died, huh? <laughs> Usually, when I think that people die, that's scary. He never commented again, did this he? St- I I don't probably not after this, but uh. No, he, he doesn't comment after this, but he's got, he's got more to say about him, you know, people dying. And sometimes it means just pay attention for a future reference. What are you fucking documenting, man? Yeah. I thought about my family and worried a little, as you probably should, but soon thought, everything is in God's hands and I shall not fear. Again, the same person who an angel told a veil would be lifted. Three days later I was invited to go out of town. My first thought again, my first thought my first thought was what if we have a wreck and someone gets killed? This guy's a
1: <laughs> maniac.
0: <laughs> this is intrusive thoughts or the most
1: like what's the word for it?
0: Negative Nelly
1: <laughs> Uh I can't think of the word for it. I keep wanting to think xenophobic, but that's not the right word.
0: No, it's definitely a phobia, whatever, whatever that is. <sighs> yeah, you
1: know. it's, fuck. It's,
0: yeah, he's it's, only thing a bad things. Straight though. to the worst, thing, yep. the worst thought imaginable. Yep. Um, but again, I trusted God. The third day, I was picked up and we headed out of town. No further than five miles from my house, we came upon a large tractor, trailer, chicken-hauling truck which had collided with a car. Sitting in the back seat, I looked over my shoulder as we slowly passed and saw a body lying motionless on the shoulder of the road and covered by a tarp. Again, I got goosebumps and knew that was the death that had been foretold. Dude, this guy has got some sort of superpower. I mean, it's, he's fucking killing people with his thoughts here.
1: I mean, I've been watching the X-Files again lately, but this uh-huh. guy is like, he's on Mulder's radar. Yeah, Mulder's like, Like, this is when you see the beginning scene. It's like this guy is looking at something, and he's like, oh, no. And it all comes back to him in the end.
0: (sighs) It's an entire thing, right? Yeah, it really is. It's like, stop thinking. You're Mm -hmm. killing people with your thoughts. No, I'm not. I just have them. Nope. You're killing people with them. Um, I felt compelled by the Holy Spirit to pray for that person's soul, too. I don't know. You're talking to angels, making people die. And praying to God, what are you doing here, man? I don't know. All right, a comment from September sixteenth, two thousand fifteen. My feeling is that the dog is there to warn people and protect them from whatever there is that's not good, there but remains unseen. Agoraphobia. That's yes. The word for. There you go. I had to look it up well, you know what the title of that movie is going to be called that we make? Agoraphobia. Agoraphobia. And it's a man who just thinks the worst things and they fucking happen. Mm -hmm. Dogs do that and have been my man's best friend for forever and a day, protecting them and guarding them. And they can see and hear things we can't. Two exclamation points. It's just a guy talking about dog. Uh Uh-huh. You know, warning people. Then one last comment someone said, if this is true, I would bet money this pooch is a hellhound obviously right but is this pooch a hellhound or a ghost or something more in much the same way the black dog of Erie was a dog who died went to the great beyond and was sent back to earth with an upgrade on a purpose that was a backstory we gave him mm-hmm. you know he he was pissed off gave him a job to do mm-hmm. he went back and started sinking ships So maybe this dog has a similar story as far as that goes. I mean, the world is littered with sightings of ghost animals and apparitions of all different kinds. Some much more prolific than others, while some are even rarer or not seen at all. Maybe the most intriguing part of animal ghosts are the kinds of animals we don't see. Lots of cats and dogs, but what else is out there? Or surprisingly, not out there? I'll be coming back to that point in future episodes.
1: Talked about a ghost cow. More on point. that later. We did
0: talk about a ghost cow. Yeah, we What was was that in the um? That was West Virginia, right? Yeah. The uh, what's that place called?
1: What was that?
0: Because it's you know the, uh, oh man, what is that place called? Because it's a whole place.
1: Oh, it's the. Uh, it was part of the Shawnee National Forest, right? I th- no
0: no. Yeah, well, maybe. Well, there's, um, what was <sighs> it called? I just hate the fact because we knew what it was called. We talked about it a bunch of times. Um, West Virginia, that's where the Goatman was, right? Yeah. So let's look up the goat Man. That's probably the, maybe the easiest way to get there. Probably. And where is he? Yeah, okay. Was he Maryland Goatman? No. Yeah, that's not the one I want. Sheep Squatch. Sheep Squatch. That's who we were talking about. That's exactly. Well, that Sheep Squatch Goat Man. I mean, you know why I said. (laughs) You know why I said Goat Man? Yeah, it was a Sheep Squatch. It was a Sheep Squatch, right. Because he fords rivers. Okay. Just tell me the place. Just tell me where it happened. Just tell me.
1: It's the white things of West Virginia or something like that. What is the forest? Is it still the Shawnee Forest?
0: It may be, but like the specific place is called the thing. Um, it's a. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm hearing about yeah. Uh, what's the, uh, what's the area called? Oh, that sucks. This is not a good thing to think about right now, because it's driving me nuts. Yeah,
1: but yeah, that's what it was.
0: It was. It was a sheep squatch. Yeah, count when white in West Virginia. The white um, things. Yeah, the white things. The TNT area, right? That's no, what it was. No, that's the Mothman. Was it?
1: The Mothman's oh. from the TNT area.
0: Oh, oh like one of the Moth... Okay, well, hold on, because that's mentioned here. Sightings. Where was he? I don't know. It's. They mentioned that in here. That, that wasn't what the area was called. It was called something different? It was like a sp-
1: the TNT area is where the Mothman was from. Correct. It might have been mentioned in the Sheep's Watch thing, but I don't think that was the bulk of it.
0: You know, well, the point is, when we're talking about white things, we're talking about a ghost cow.
1: Yeah, so we it's did an, talk that's another about
0: apparition of an animal. You know, cats, dogs, cows. Mm-hmm. But again, what else is out there, or surprisingly not out there? There yeah. may be more phantom stories on the horizon for you. I'm just going to throw that out there.
1: I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of them out there I'm Just on my horizon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, but yeah. The Black Dog of West Peak. This is a reminder. Quote, If a man shall meet the Black Dog once, it shall be for joy. And if twice, it shall be for sorrow. And the third time, he shall die. Hmm. Huh. That's the Black Dog of West Peak. Another critter I came across. The whole... The stages of destruction he can cause, the joys, the sorrows, and the dying, it seems like a pretty unique... Uh, um. It, it sounds like a
1: almost a demon at the crossroads type thing. Very much so. Like the devil at the crossroads. Yes, you know. Or you're bargaining with a genie.
0: Yes. I mean three wishes, three things that mm-hmm. connects,
1: yeah. I
0: like it. Yeah, it's It's, uh, it's kind of different. It's kind of neat.
1: Yeah, it's cool.
0: And he's it's scary. It's very scary.
1: Especially like, especially if you're that guy and you're like, "Look, there's just a black dog here." It just looks like a dog. Yeah. It's fine.
0: Yeah, it's okay. He's cool. It's not fine, though. No, it's not. You've begun a, You've begun a journey now.
1: The sequence. Yes. The dominoes have begun to fall.
0: Right. And, like, you might even be like, I can go back to that park once. Yeah, well, do you got good things in your life? Because they could just get ruined. Yeah. You'll live. But something- you no. Know,
1: everything's been going great. I just engaged. I just got engaged with my girlfriend. Yeah, like, right. I bought a new car. Yes. Got, uh, got a
0: new job. Got a raise.
1: Yeah. All those things. Oh, oh I... Just saw the dog the second time. Oh. Huh. Hmm. My girlfriend's banging my job, and <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: that's where I was going to.
1: And she she ran over my car, <laughs> <laughs> and kicked me
0: out of my house. Yeah. Oh. Huh. But I'm alive.
1: I didn't know any of that was possible, but I feel bad. Yeah, that sucks. I'm alive, though. Maybe I'll go for another (laughs) (laughs)
0: hike. Flex my muscles. Yeah. And then then (laughs) we we know what happens there. (laughs) uh, Yep. Yeah. Black Dog of West Peak. If you've seen the Black Dog once, okay, you're done. Mm -hmm. If you've seen him twice, be careful.
1: And email us. Try to keep it low-key, though. We don't need you sobbing on the emails.
0: Right, yeah, just yeah, keep the uh, keep the tears to a minimum. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've if you've been talking to angels and stuff. I mean, I, maybe I do want to hear about that, but maybe uh, you know. I mean, well, if you want to tell me anything, word in feared podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, the Facebooks, the Instagrams, um, Patreon dot com slash word and feared. You yeah. can listen to us discuss more things and. I'm behind the veil, our Patreon exclusive podcast. Mm -hmm. Yep, get some different art things going (laughs) on. More of that stuff's on the horizon. Uh, Support us any way you can. We always deeply appreciate it. And (laughs) I mean, you know, sometimes I'm behind the veil. That show we discuss ideas. I don't know. Maybe we pitch ideas, pitch stories to each other. Maybe that happens. That's
1: what happened last week. (laughs) It
0: totally happened. Htf. Anyways. Anyways, stay spooky, everybody. Yeah, stay spooky.